I am offering a white glove experience to these people. Like not everyone in the world can afford a private chef to come into their home and meal prep for them or create a fabulous dinner. I want to make sure that like you don't have to worry about sharing your experience with other chefs and you don't have to worry about sharing your experience with other coaches because especially in New York or a major city, there's plenty of clientele. From the cubicle to the lab, the studio to the war room, climbing up the corporate ladder or joining a scrappy startup, experience a day in the life of the jobs you want. This is the Experience a Day in the Life podcast. We interview professionals, entrepreneurs, and recent grads about what a day is actually like on the job, hour by hour, or as we like to call it, they're a diddle, spelled A-D-I-T-L, which stands for a day in the life. This podcast will inspire you to gain experience beyond the classroom and launch a career of your own. We're your hosts, Chris DeBeau and Matt Poe. Welcome to part one in the two-part Healthy Hustle series. In this episode, we're going to experience a day in the life, hour by hour, of Julia Chebotar, a private chef and health coach, so you can decide if this is a career you can see yourself doing. Julia works with clients on a weekly basis to do the thing no one likes to do when it comes to eating healthy. Meal prepping, cooking, and cleaning up after the fact. She works with each client one-on-one to make sure their meals complement their health and wellness goals. So let's get right into the day. It's Thursday morning at 6 a.m. in New York City, and Julia is waking up and heading over to a SoulCycle class, followed by coffee, celery juice, and meditation. At 10.30, it's off to the first client. Let's meet Julia. My name is Julia Chabatar. My company is called Health Chef Services, LLC, and I'm a private chef and health coach in New York. And I am licensed to see patients and clients and give them health advice and recipes and kind of be their coach along the way through their health struggles. So I feel that most people's ailments can be all started from the root cause, which I think is what you are, what you eat. So I think that um, by having a background in food and the background of the nutrition and like the health, that is what starts people's journey through um, healing. It's 10 a.m. and she's on her way out the door to her first client's house. But first, she grabs the essentials. I have a knife bag. In my knife bag is usually gloves, French-style chef knife, Japanese-style chef knife, veggie peelers, zester, sharpener, maybe a spatula or a spoon, like something that I go to all the time to use because you never know what the client's going to have. Even when I go to a new client, I send them an onboarding Google form asking like what their kitchen is like, what equipment do they have? But to some people, they're like, yeah, I have tons of pots and pans. And like you go to their house and it's like outdated 1970s pots and pans. You're like, I can't even make anything of this. So um, I bring like the essentials. So client number one, his or her dietary needs. So she has like candida overgrowth. Okay. So overproduction of yeast. So typically like it's a no dairy, high protein meats, not a ton of gluten, and she has other allergies. So she's allergic to dairy. She's allergic to berries. She's allergic to tomatoes. She's allergic to mushrooms, eggplant. So I have to curate the menu specifically for her. Like she wanted mac and cheese, but she can't have cheese. So I make a cashew cheese. And then just building off of that, 
just generally the planning process. Could you talk through kind of the first contact with the client? What do you what do you lay out? What do you need to know? And then go going from there. Yeah. Um, so it's actually a really good question because I was actually talking to someone recently about do I create a one sheeter that I send out to all prospective clients? Where like this is what you get for this much, this you'll get for this much, and this you'll get for this much. And I've been struggling with it because everybody's so different and everyone's needs are different. So like I don't want to pigeonhole myself and say, like, this is gonna cost you four hundred dollars when maybe it's gonna take me double the amount of time and kill the entire day for me where I can't see the next client. So I'd actually be losing money. So um I think it all depends client to client, but I'll sit down and schedule a call with them. In the call, I'll have them tell me like why they're seeking me, why they're seeking someone to come in and cook, um, what their goals are. And then I created three Google Forms. One is like a waiver of liability just to prevent me in case they say like I poison them. The other thing is uh, another waiver saying that like, you know, I'm going to be in your home. I'm going to be doing this, this and this. Like I want to leave it clean, but... If you leave your home a mess and your kitchen is overflowing with dirty dishes and there's like all of this extra work that I have to do, then I'm entitled to charge more case to case. Like I put in all these like different clauses just in case. Right. From Googling. (laughs) Um, And then the fourth waiver is a checklist of like, what's your address? What foods do you hate and like? Um, Room for your credit card information. Um, allergies, gluten intolerances. Do you hate smoky flavors? Do you like spicy? What gamey meats do you like? Um, what are your like? Are you looking for weight loss, energy, all of these things? I I I make sure that it's all in the list, and then then moving forward, I would work on a schedule. So be like, you know, I have clients this day, this day, this day. I have an opening for you this day. So like, they either agree to it or they don't. But usually, I can make it all work. Then I I probably take a week to work on the menu, and then we schedule the following week for me to come in and cook. On the menu this week for this client is zucchini turkey breakfast skillets, butter chicken and cauliflower rice, one pan salmon with green beans and roasted tomato, pesto zoodles with a poached egg, slow cooker bouillonnaise with spaghetti squash, baked chicken with tomatoes, avocado and spinach salad, spaghetti squash burrito bowls and 15 minute tilapia. Those meals cover breakfast, lunch and dinner for five days along with healthy snacks like toasted walnuts, celery with sunflower seed butter and hummus dippers. She's cooking all all of that in about four hours. Let's learn how she does it. But first comes the grocery shopping. Normally I order ahead of time from like food cake or Instacart. And then I show up to the client's house and I usually unload and organize all the groceries. It's like what needs to be cooked first? Like I have the proteins, the starches. I get like the meats going. If there's anything that needs to roast really long time, like root vegetables. I have that going first. And then I wash the produce. I do all the mise en place. I chop and have kind of everything ready in sections because I like to multitask and I like to get everything done within four hours. For example, so like there's like the zucchini turkey breakfast skillet, which is like a frittata, right? Or like a scramble. Um, then you've got the um, the butter chicken and cauliflower rice, and then you have the one pan salmon. So basically I would cut up all of the ingredients, quickly scramble all the eggs, throw that into the oven in the skillet with all the veggies. And then I would start cutting up all the veggies for the salmon and the chicken dish and then do two separate 
uh, pans for the proteins and then like maybe cook the vegetables together. Because you kind of have to, like if you're doing one dish and then you're finishing it and you're doing the next dish, you're going to be there for eight hours. Um, and I definitely think that, that my experience as a chef for like one family really trained me in the sense of knowing how to multitask because there's like a kid only wants penne pasta. The mom eats vegan. The dad and the other kid want like turkey wraps. You know what I mean? So, and they all want to have dinner together at the same time. So it's like one of those hard math questions that like, you know, if train A leaves this time, train B (laughs) leaves that time, how do you prepare the meal at the same time? It's now 3 p.m. and Julia has now finished cooking and is cleaning after herself before she heads out the door by four. So I think a lot of reason that people don't want to cook is because of the cleaning process. Mm. It sucks. Yeah. Do you like it? No, I hate it. You hate it. I hate it. And I wish I had like a little dishwasher by my side to like wash all my things, even in my apartment. (laughs) But it's part of the experience. I am offering a white glove experience to these people. Like not everyone in the world can afford a private chef to come into their home and meal prep for them or create a fabulous dinner. By offering white glove service, you're not going to cook have it all be like a mess, like leaking sauces on the containers and leave. Even if the household has a maid, which they most likely do, that's not why the maid's there. It's not to clean up your mess. Like you have to come in, you provide a service. Your service is health conscious food. And part of being health conscious and in the wellness space is that like you are where you live and kind of like you have to perceive and give off this full experience of, you know, you're being taken care of. And in the process of being taken care of, I'm taking care of their their kitchen space, which is now my space. And I want to leave it to them to be clean, aesthetically pleasing so that they can have that nice meal. I want to make sure that like you don't have to worry about sharing your experience with other chefs and you don't have to worry about sharing your experience with other coaches because especially in New York or a major city, there's plenty of clientele. So don't worry that like, you know, you have to keep it hush hush because they're going to poach your client or something. That won't happen. Like share in order to help one another progress in their field and business. It's now 4 p.m. and Julia hops in a cab to client number two's house in the Upper West Side. She's pre-ordered the groceries to be delivered as soon as she gets there. So it's go time as soon as she walks in. So let's talk about client number two. What are his or her goals? What's their meal plan? What's their situation? Yeah, so uh, today's client is a new client, actually. So I think I started with her last week. So this is the second session. Um, And she's on a diet where basically no carbs, no dairy, no sugar. She wants to eat mainly plant-based, very little animal protein, um, and basically just wants all sorts of different veggies in different forms. I didn't actually create her a weekly meal plan because she just wants her fridge to be full of different veggies that she can alternate. I'm not like individually portioning out every meal. She just wants to have like a container of roasted beets, a container of grilled zucchini, a container of, you know, broccoli or a container of quinoa so that she can weigh it out each day differently. So you arrive there and you are starting with the dishes that take the longest cook time. Mm -hmm. For this particular meal plan, what is the dish that takes the longest cook time Um, and how do you work backwards? Soups. So she wants like a kabocha squash soup with like sweet potato and carrots. And those are pretty hard veggies. So I would probably start with that, like sauteing the onions, having all the things chopped up, throw them in, have it to start um, simmering. And then I would start with something else that needs like longer time as well. Something like... Um, mashed sweet potatoes. So I would wrap each individual sweet potato in foil, pop it in the oven, 
and cook it that way. And then when they're done, I peel them and mash them. So because that's like a three-part system that takes longer, I'll get that out of the way. Awesome. And then can you talk about some other dishes that you're making? Um, Yeah. So I'm going to do a yogurt marinated uh, roasted broccoli. But she doesn't do dairy, so I did a coconut yogurt. Um, And then I'm going to do fresh hummus with roasted beets, pea guacamole with mashed peas and avocados, and then a parsnip and pear soup. And I see these coconut brownie bites. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can you talk about those? Because I'm obsessed. It looks amazing. Yes. Um, super easy. Like energy bites, energy balls. Um, usually like four to five ingredients. Just need a food processor. And you roll them into balls. And they're food safe, like refrigerator safe for 10 days. You can freeze them. You can have them on the go, like post-workout. Really easy, healthy snack to have around. And clients really like it. Not everyone is the same and neither will their meal plans. It goes to show her expertise in health and nutrition along with her culinary skills can serve her clients in any capacity they need. Client number one wanted meals prepped. Client number two just wants different dishes so she can mix and match. Julia told us that flexibility keeps her on her toes and keeps her creative. I cook something different every week. Barely ever repeat just because of my own like food boredom. It's like, I don't think I could eat the same thing every week. And I don't think that my clients could. They haven't complained yet. And sometimes they're like, yo, I really love that meatball dish. Can we have it again? Like, yeah. But I get like way too, I think that's like my creativity part comes out. And I just want to like try new things all the time. Part of it is for them to enjoy, but the other part is like the excitement of me to try and make something new. Each client of hers gets a detailed PDF of their meal plan for the week. She puts those together on Fridays for the following week, but included in these PDFs are a seven-day calendar of what the meals are going to be for breakfast, lunch, snacks, and dinner, along with nutrition facts and recipes for each meal. There's lots of programs out there for like health coaches and nutritionists and all different kinds, but I really like this one. It's called uh, That Clean Life. I think it's like $600 for the year. And basically I can plug and play. I can upload recipes, my own. I can upload recipes from different websites and tweak them. Um, It's really user-friendly and like super adaptable. Like I can go in and be like, all right, this recipe that someone made that was, let's say, the baked chicken and tomatoes, but uh, my client can't eat tomatoes. So I can log into that recipe, make it my own, remove the tomatoes, tweak it a little, and then it will calculate all the proper calories and nutrition and everything. Now it's 8.30 and Julia has been cooking and cleaning up a storm for four hours. She leaves client number two's house and that's the end of a very productive day. But how does she get paid? Can we talk about how you price your services? That's like a daily struggle, right? Because it's like... What's your worth? What are your means of living? How much is your rent? How much money do you want to be making? Um, How many hours are you putting forth per client? So when I was first starting out, um, when I was working with Trisha Barak, she quoted me as $350 for a session. And she would take 20%. So my money would be $275. Which starting out, I'd be like, great, that's awesome. But then I started thinking about all the other things that go into that, right? If it's really cold or a terrible weather out, like, I don't want to take the subway home after working five hours on my feet. Like, you want a cab sometimes. So you have to, like, price in order for that or, like, how long the commute's going to be or how long are you in the grocery store for. That's still your time in the process of getting everything together for this pe- for these people. Not to mention calls back and forth, emailing, menu planning. That is your time, which is your money. 
So currently I charge 400 for weekly meal prep. That price is going to change. But what I might do is change the amount of stuff that I make for the person. So the 400 is just for the meal prep, right? I make the menu, I come in, I cook, I clean up, and I leave, and we do it once a week. Cost of groceries is separate. On top of that, I charge differently for like corporate clients, and that's case-to-case basis depending on how many people and what they're looking for. So I have a corporate client on tomorrow. It's going to be at a WeWork, and they want a healthy snack station. So it's going to be like nuts, seeds, like granola, kind of like make-your-own-trail-mix situation. And for that, I charged 1600 But that included the cost of groceries because I was able to price like how much I want to make, how much the food's going to cost me, like my time, like is this worth it? And then in addition to the meal prep, I do like private chef catering stuff. So like my clients will be like, hey, I'm having a dinner party. Can you come in and cook and set up and do the whole thing? So depending on what type of food they want and how long their process is, I charge separately for that. Usually for the chef services, I will do five to 700 flat rate, not including groceries, depending on like what they want. At 9 p.m., like every Thursday, Julia joins a group of friends for dinner, drinks and group meditation. If this were a Wednesday, though, she'd be going to culinary school. What are you learning in culinary school now? The past like month, it's been proteins. Um, we started with grains. Then we went to legumes. Then we went to eggs. There's way too many things you can make with eggs. <laughs> and then we went to chicken. And now we're on fish. So I learned how to fully decapitate and debone a fish, which I think was badass. I was like really into it. No one, like half the class is vegan. That's why I chose this program too, because there's a lot of like health conscious vegan people who go to the school and famous chefs like by Chloe and different like it's more like health oriented so the students can opt out of the proteins classes if they don't want to touch animal products so I'm like no I'm all for it (laughs) teach me everything yeah so I was deboning like blowfish and skate and um, arctic char and tuna and then I did um, it's really interesting like the proper ways of cutting it and descaling and the things that you keep how to cook every aspect of the fish. So like you save the head, the tail, the bones, you make broth. They're also teaching us, which I think is really great, that I don't know if other culinary schools do, is how to do it sustainably. Like how to use the entire vegetable. Like if we're cutting off carrot tops, use the carrot tops for pesto. If you're cutting off, you know, all the onion skins, carrot peels, all of that, save it for stock. All the different things like bones you would throw away no use it for your broth or use it for stock or use this for this and um all of like the health attributes to the food is also incorporated in the school and learning how to like source the food more sustainably is also a big part of the program which i think is really cool julia is home by 10 and it's straight to sleep the next day is admin work while she'll be meal prepping and ordering food for all five of her clients and a new corporate client So you just experienced a day in the life of a private chef and health coach, but how does one actually become one? In part two of the Healthy Hustle series, join us as we go through Julia Chabotar's career journey and experiences leading up to where she is today. In undergrad, she bounced around different career paths. Nothing seemed to excite her until she owned a vegan restaurant at 23 years old. 
that's where her love for food and health began and landed her clients left and right. Some of those clients even included big names like Ryan Seacrest. Learn how she did it so you can too. Stay tuned. At Experience a Day in the Life, we're building an online library of content all focused on a diddle or a day in the life of different jobs and professions across the world in all different industries. So if you want to share your a diddle, you can do so at xadiddle.com slash share dash my dash a diddle. That's x-a-d-i-t-l dot com slash share dash my dash a-d-i-t-l. Thanks for listening. Head over to xadiddle.com. That's x-a-d-i-t-l.com. There you can find the show notes for this series and more A Day in the Life articles. And you can get to know us and our guests more by joining our communities on social media. Follow at xadiddle on Instagram and on LinkedIn by searching for Krista Bow and Matt with one T Poe. If you learned something in this episode, please take some time to help our mission by leaving a positive rating and review of the show. Each week, we bring you a new interview series with guests from different jobs and different industries. In each series, we'll live a specific day in the life, hour by hour, and experience their career journey. So don't forget to subscribe.